This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to the Whitetail Legacy Podcast. And we get the back view of him. And I mean, it's just a mega. 52 yards is a long shot. Uh, Magnum P.I. is what yeah. we named him. No idea. Just a magnet. Yeah, just a magnet. Come on, Cam Ashi. We, we said probably 150, mid 150. Yeah. Same Doe from the morning come out with that nine pointer. Here, here steps out this 90 inch eight pointer. Like, <laughs> yeah. Ah. I'm like, okay, well, there's still a buck back there, Crutton. Yeah. And then I'll step like another 90 inch eight yeah. pointer. I'm like, oh, all right. Yeah. Bro. Yeah. Bro. Yeah. You're like, <laughs> I'm like, deer, right there. Yeah, like and he's 30 already yards. 30 yards. Yeah. He he was literally five yards from the base of the tree. Could have been had a buck down at 140 in the afternoon back there deep on public. Three does come out pretty early. It was like 245, 24 yards shot, sent the combat veteran. And I tell you what, man, dude, it just smoked. We always get so jacked up when the other person kills. It's just almost like we got it done. Yeah. And when you killed that doe, I was like, hell yeah, man. And we come down here to Missouri. My ass called me one more time. I'm like, is it a good buck? And he goes, yeah, real good, solid buck. I'm like, all right, boom. <laughs> and the deer just drops for sure. Super special to me. Whitetail Legacy Podcast, bringing you back to the hunt and leaving a legacy. Baller rut. All right, welcome to the Whitetail Legacy Podcast. Uh, the people that are watching this on YouTube are probably like, "Man, these guys change clothes. Are going to change clothes, and <laughs> and they're in different rooms." So uh, we recorded this episode a couple weeks ago. We're doing the intro now, just so we could hit you guys with the most up to date stuff on the intro. Um, this episode, we talked to the Jag guys, uh, another group and podcast that started that reached out, said they were big fans, big listeners of us. So we're just trying to extend the olive branch and help them you know reach some more people and uh have a voice out there to, to run you know to get some con some people going to their podcast and uh pretty solid dudes i really enjoyed talking to them oh hell yeah yeah but we're getting to the people that make this possible we'll get into the show do you have the suicide prevention hotline yeah the national suicide prevention hotline is 1-800-273-8255 and uh, this is something I was thinking about this week, Cody. Um, have you been affected by somebody um, committing suicide and, and that you know of or anything? 
No, I haven't. Yeah. Um, I, mm. I've had one. Uh, my cousin back when I was probably seven or eight years old, um, he did. And, you know, I didn't really know him um, such a great deal just because I was so young and he was probably 25-ish, I think. So um, people are affected every day by this. And this is one thing that you can do to potentially help somebody out. Yeah, that's for sure. All right. Do you have Last Breath TV? Yeah, guys, um, they just put out a turkey hunting episode on uh, how to be successful reaping a turkey, something that I love to do. I have yet to find a workout that will prepare you for the amount of work that reaping a turkey is. Um, it will smoke your shoulders, but it is an ass load of fun to hunt them that way. And uh, to be out into their environment and just being out in the wide open, you know, because especially during turkey hunting, you're trying to be very concealed, slow moving um, due to their eyesight. But being out there in, in their element um, is actually pretty cool. So be sure to check that out on their podcast. And um, the turkey content, video wise, is coming down the chute for, from them guys. Yeah, they are just natural born st stalkers out there for <laughs> yeah. turkeys, man. They just reap the hell out of out of turkeys. That's something that me and you we tried a couple times, but the your birds are just a bunch of pussies out there. They don't <laughs> want nothing to do with that. Non-fighting <laughs> reaper. There. So we'll have to try some of my county birds and see right? see what happens. But I think if we would have had a reaper that last year, fourth season, mm -hmm. it'd have been game on. He's out there by himself, super fired up. <sighs> so yeah, turkeys be here before you know it. So. Um, I have the Exodus Trail Camp Tip of the Week. So last year about this time is when I found my smoking hot deal on SD cards, guys. So one thing we like to do is we mark our cams and, uh, you know, one one trail cam, number one trail cam gets two SD cards marked number one. So you're not switching, formatting different cards, different cameras. And how many did I buy? Like 18 or something? Yeah, it was up there. And Yeah, and it wasn't like, it wasn't very, I found that deal this time of the year on Amazon. And, um, it seems like in the spring here, you can always find a quick deal on Amazon for some SD cards. So that's just a tip I want to throw out there. You got time now, your cams aren't out. Try to get them organized, get those SD cards together and be waiting for that deal, um, to come on there and snag you. And uh, cause everybody has one SD card for a camera. I feel like that's what I used to do in the past. You know, I had yeah. one, and then you change it out and you're in there, you're like, ah, oh, I you flipped through this card, nothing on that one. So you put it in the one you just pulled down, you know. It's just nice to have the dual SD cards. And another thing I really liked, I'm thinking about getting is that uh that desk organizer for the SD cards that Exodus has on their website. Yeah. Super cool to be able to have them all numbered, put right there. As long as my kids didn't grab them and take off with them because <laughs> yes. they're out in the open, it'd be nice having them all right there where you could see them. When they're in that box, you're like, uh, where's number three? You know what I mean? And it's in the number seven spot, but at least you could see it out all out in the open there. So, all right. Is that it? Nope. Um, I want to get in here to next level. They are bringing in their spring and summer feed in full force. Um, so if you guys are getting an order in there, that's what you are going to be receiving. And just think about it. Here in about another two months, bucks are going to be sprouting main beams and starting brow tines. So um, it's a time to get the feed out there for them if you're able to do that. And um, if you want to check them out, you can check them out at nextlevelwithdeer.com. Crazy that it's only going to be a couple of months and sprouting, yeah. sprouting, or sprouting main beam. You know, I've seen pictures of stubs already crazy i'm like man crazy <laughs> about ready to get right back in the shit yeah so. all right guys well, we had a lot of fun with these guys on the show um like i said check their show out if you want looking for a new podcast to listen to and uh here we go all right everybody we got jag outdoors coming on with you guys with us tonight how you guys doing tonight all pretty good, good. oh no complaints <laughs> we're fired up about to be on the podcast man Heck yeah. Well, I, you're about to be on the podcast and we are putting our videos on uh, Last Breath TV's YouTube now. So you get double dip. So you'll be on YouTube and the podcast. Hey, can't complain about that. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we uh, we met you guys on Instagram, started following your brand, listened to your podcast. And, uh, just you know, just a couple guys that I know that I would like. And uh, 
it's cool being on Zoom. You can actually see each other. And we used to never do this. We just talk on the phone, but this is way yeah. better. Uh, but we want to have you on, uh, let you get your brand out there a little bit. And you guys kind of like us had kind of a tougher season this year. Um, it was when you're trying to, when you start trying to kill mature deer, you're going to have those seasons that you just get your butt kicked. So we're going to brief touch on that, but, uh, just to get started, why don't each of you give a quick introduction of who you are? Well, I'm Corbin Miller. Uh, I'm kind of the, the guy that started everything. Actually me and Eric here started it. We were on the couch, <laughs> on the couch at his place, drinking some Budweiser's. We got a few too many deep and we thought it was a good idea to open up an Instagram account. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, you laughed, but that's the God honest truth. <laughs> But, uh, no, and then we recently got Kevin on board and he's been, uh, he's been probably the guy that really pulled it together. We, uh, started taking this serious just the past few years. So, uh, but yeah, that's it for me as far as that goes. So, yeah, well, I'm Kevin Berkey. Um, I actually went to school with Corbin and his older brother. So, and he just lives right up the road from me. So I've known them for I don't know, 15 years or so. And we've kind of just chatted on and off about hunting and stuff, but never really hunted together. And then about a year ago this time, he's like, Hey man, why don't you just come do some turkey hunting with us and stuff? And we'll just see how it goes. And I was like, yeah, that'd be fun. Cause I've always wanted to kind of do some filming of hunts and, you know, post on that type of thing, but never been able to pull it together myself. So it was really cool to hook up with these guys and kind of get a chance to do that. So yeah. it's, it's been fun. We started a podcast here recently too. So that's a little bit of a, a learning curve for us, I guess. It's been kind of rough, but <laughs> it's been fun talking about hunting and stuff. Gets you fired up. And then, We've been doing it three, three and a half years. We're still learning. Yeah. Still mess up multiple yeah, times. You, so don't feel bad. We, we just recorded one last night with a guy um, and we had terrible connection with he was on the phone yeah and we were like hey we got to figure this out we'll call you back and stuff so but we ended up working that out so it's been it's been okay but just the first just round of technical difficulties it was it was a good time yeah to say the least yeah without yeah. homie i'd be screwed on this thing this he, he's got i got a phone on my end and he's got all the shit out over there just yeah. that. <laughs> on, a, on a pj max table <laughs> yeah, <laughs> solid. That's great. We run a high dollar operation, okay? This is high dollar production, but All right, Eric, then, how about you? Well, my name is Eric Harsh. I literally met Kevin last year. <laughs> and I met Corbin through hunting. Corbin mentioned he lives right up the road. He's the first one that'll be late. <laughs> like he's got, get your digs in now. Let's go. He's got a quarter mile and I got 40 minutes and I can still beat him. Yeah. <laughs> and I met Corbin through waterfowl hunting. I don't even remember how many years ago that was, but. Oh, that was probably four or five years ago already. Um, we met through a mutual friend and and then uh, we started doing deer hunting together. He had a property down in Nashville, would be Nashville, Ohio, not Tennessee for anybody that cares. But yeah, uh, we had some slammers down there to say the least. And then, you know, we got one video up on YouTube, but it ain't nothing to brag about. But well, it's better than this past year. I literally <laughs> yeah. seen bucks, never shot except out of doe and if you look at the instagram <laughs> there's a slow motion video of me hitting this branch mm -hmm. and i've probably watched it more than anybody because i had to edit it <laughs> <laughs> so i relived that moment and that was literally the only shot i actually got off at a deer this year yeah all of your two sits in a tree <laughs> but yeah that's kind of who we are we all work full-time jobs uh, I get between 50 and 60 hours a weekend as an electrician. Uh, this guy drives trucks, so he's about never around and almost impossible to get a hold of. So, yeah, I think, well, to make it today, I drove, I think, 670 miles. I left at 3.30 this morning. Damn. So I could be back in time for this. <laughs> well, I appreciate it, man. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate you putting in the work. Yeah, absolutely. So. Yeah, that's just a little bit about us, but yeah, you know, you were saying about everybody having a tough season. 
uh, it all started when, well, Kevin joined the group and we started turkey hunting and then, uh, the birds did not cooperate at all, yeah. at all, you know, hammering on the limb. We'd hear, oh, we had a group of five birds or so and probably one little five birds. And, uh, we probably heard hundred, 120 gobbles in the morning. And as soon as they hit the ground, shut up, just yeah. like clockwork. And we tried to work those birds the better half of the season. And well, we never pulled it off. And then he went over and started hunting on his private and he ended up killing two birds. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it was a rough year in the turkey was to say the least. So. Yeah, I think we got more video of me strutting, acting like a turkey <laughs> than of actual turkeys themselves. Yeah, we try to play the time the best way that we can, that's for sure. Yeah. Well, shout out to you guys for, for actually, you know, starting a podcast and filming. A lot of people say they want to do it, want to start. And whether you got one video or a hundred, they just, you just never, they never jump into it. So that's the first part, just jumping into it and seeing if it's something that you actually like, because you never know until you actually start taking the camera gear out there and shit, if you're going to like it or not, or podcasting. Um, podcasting is much easier than filming once you get the hang Absolutely, of it. Absolutely, 100%. <laughs> oh my God. You know, I went out and I bought myself a fancy DSLR camera and all that stuff. And you would think that since you buy such a nice piece of equipment, that would be like, yep, I'm going to get this into the woods. Well, there's a lot of times that got a little heavy in the the pack this year and yeah, left in the truck. <laughs> yeah, because we all we all switched up. We kind of got into the hang and bang system and all that stuff and stand sticks, gear, clothes. I, you know it. <laughs> yeah, you lived it for a a grueling rutcation. <laughs> yeah, we did 18 days and uh, homies lens, just the lens, one of them. And we take two, sometimes three, plus the body and the arm and everything. One lens is seven and a half pounds. Ooh. So when you're talking about weight, plus yeah. your stand sticks, it just, <laughs> you just got to rip it. <laughs> That's why we call this guy to come help us drag the deer out. <laughs> we need you to carry our backpacks and our bows. That's it. Yep, <laughs> That's it. Yep so much yeah. weight but uh go We're ahead trying to work our way into that kind of stuff and you know trying to get everybody's schedule lined up so we got you know everybody in the woods you know maybe even have one guy sacrificing to film just for yeah. another guy and so we're we're working towards that we're hoping this turkey season we're going to be able to put some stuff together so yeah just yeah it's of, fun when you film together i would say you just, gotta, ahead, you just got to decide like how much you really want that kill shot, you know, cause eight times out of 10, you're probably not going to be able to get it. You know, if you're self filming, unless it yep. plays out just like how you, you know, envision it happening. Well, just like on YouTube, how it plays <laughs> out just yeah, like exactly. on YouTube. Man. But, um, <laughs> you just got to decide. And that's what Cody and I, you know, we had a couple good hunts and, you know, we did end up missing the kill shot and it was due to self filming. And we just decided, you know, we really wanted that and to be able to watch it um, just for, you know, numerous things, you know, shot placement, what the deer do, where did he go? Mm -hmm. um, just double check because shit ain't flowing, you know, in your mind, yeah. you know, when it's actually happening. <laughs> and then you go back and like, oh, shit, I thought he went left here. Um, so we just decided to sac make that sacrifice and we haven't went back to self-filming yet. So um, <laughs> if, if that tells you guys anything. Yeah. Well, we're definitely going to have to give that a shot. That's a that's a good tip to, you know, chew on as we're trying to put our season together. Yeah, <laughs> and I mean, if we were just talking about the rotation there, if I was out there by myself, there's no way I'd be able to do it. There's no way Cody would be able to do it by himself. But when you got that other guy, maybe you're just having a down, you know, a hard time getting up this hill or something. But when you got somebody else there who might be on a, a high or, you know, got some energy to get up there, you're like, all right, man, he made it. You know, I can get my ass up there too. And it's just somebody to bring you up when you are down or, you know, vice versa. If you do get yeah. too high, be like, hey, man, just, you know, let's settle down here. We're all right. <laughs> you know? So think about what you just did. And then, and then just all what? the, all the bullshitting and, and tree talk and um, all the stuff that doesn't, happen to get captured on film or some shit that does get on film. You know, <laughs> I, I get a 
just like Eric was saying, you know, he was editing and, you know, I've, I've watched a lot of our raw stuff and I, I still laugh every single time I get to watch it. <laughs> raw audio, raw audio is straight fire. We release everything that we said, like legitly when the deer come in, people go like, these guys are on another level. <laughs> All right. What I'll, I'll I like to do is I like to lead the way. And then when I know it's going to be like thick cockaburs. I kind of fall back, <laughs> let homies slide up in there and catch about 90% of them before I get in there. <laughs> Trust me, I catch them all. Stuff right there, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's a secret tip. All right, my favorite, well, one of my favorite raw audio is we were hunting, we're having a slow hunt, and I think it was just a weekend. We had kind of a long weekend, so we got out there a couple extra days, and I it was I think I was actually Snapchatting it and I told Cody I said hey what's up and he said there ain't gonna be shit out in these woods until I shit out in these woods having <laughs> 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 no hunting going on. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah, if uh, it was like five years ago, I went to the bar right before I went out and ate and I shit you know air dump. <laughs> Eight minutes later, eight minutes later, dope, boom, done. (laughs) I had to cut my boxers off, and those things hung in that tree in the bushes below for like five, six years after that. (laughs) Probably still out there just soaking. So every every time you walk past that, you get a reminisce of the good times. Yeah, yeah. Every now and again, if like we're hunting a couple days in a row, I'll ask him, like, "Hey, what are you having for supper tonight?" (laughs) Like, not bar hot wings. Yeah, not bar hot not bar hot, not bar hot hey, I didn't poop one time in the 18 day rotation. You did I was no, was... I did once. I yep. did. I did once midday. Yeah. Yeah. At the base. <laughs> at the base of the. It was the early on. Too. It was like day two or three. It was early. Yeah, it was like I was like, great, two. great. Day here we go. Three, <laughs> three, <laughs> this, we're setting the pace All for the, the rest of this. Pizza working on you. Yeah. <laughs> It was like midday, though. It was like prime pooping time. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Nothing moving around in the heat. Not a lot going on. Got to get down. But, uh, yeah. yeah, okay. So, Jag Outdoors, you guys kind of mentioned it. But let the, list, the listeners and the viewers just get a brief description of what you guys got going, what was the basis behind it, and what you plan on doing in the future here with it. Oof. I don't know. I might have to let these guys – Take a take a run with one of these questions. <laughs> well, originally there was absolutely no plan. Like you said, we were literally sitting on the couch drinking, and we were like, yeah. "Oh, this is a good idea." <clears throat> we're we're just getting to the point where there might be just a a touch bit of structure in what we do. Uh, but no, we are the straight up redneck hillbilly. We wing everything that we do. We just and. Well, you know, we're going to try to add a camera more to it, you know, trying to get more stuff out there. Um, we don't – I just asked him the other night when we were recording podcasts when Eric was here, I'm like, what is our goal here? And we're just like, well, let's just kind of see where the road takes us. We're not – I don't know. We're not real. No, I think it's more or less to get some content for, like, the average everyday hunters, just how we are. Yeah. You know, we work full-time and – you know, this year we couldn't really get a lot done, but, you know, in years past and stuff. So I guess we're just trying to put out content that, hey, just because you work 40 hours, you're married, you have kids, whether you do or you don't, yeah. um, you can still get out there, do some hunting. Public land's a lot tougher, but that's pretty much all we're, yeah, I'm we're losing, left with this year. So Losing the uh, lease, that's getting sold out from under me. Uh, I you know bought a house so i'd no longer hunt outside of nashville yeah so we lost the 87 acres that he hunted on that he rented off uh off a guy so we're i guess we're gonna just start grinding the axe on the public because that's the only thing that we can rely on and get consistent so uh like well we just mentioned uh before we started recording we're gonna run more trail cameras uh we're gonna try to put patterns together we're gonna strike while the iron's hot uh and hopefully get it on film. I mean, yeah, like I said, we don't really have a, a set agenda as far as putting out content. It's just kind of as it comes in. And I mean, some people have liked it over the past year. I think before we started taking this seriously, we were sitting at a 
a cool 39 followers. And then, you know, now we're sitting at a touch over 700 right now. So, I mean, people must like it some way. So, <laughs> yeah, I think it's that me and homie still don't have a plan for our podcast. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we don't. We were like, you guys like, just you sit down to be like, like, what are we going to talk about? This fun. Yeah. Like, you just sit down and be like, what are we going to talk about? And you're like, well, hunting. Well, okay. So we might need to dive in and get a little bit more precise about what we're doing here. So, yeah, uh, yeah we're, uh, we're trying to fill up as much airtime as we can, basically. But, uh, yeah, we struggle with the, the topics and whatnot. So, <laughs> I think you guys can just just keep going on that. Just make it, you know, non-serious. Some people just want that kind of content, you know. If that's your guys' style of just kind of go roll with the punches, that's, that's how exactly I keep it. Do. Just <laughs> record when you can, film when you can, keep posting Instagram, and people will find it. You know, if you want to grow and reach more people, uh, yeah. connections, you'll meet so many p- cool people and chances to go on hunts. And if, if me and homie didn't have kids and wives – the amount of opportunities we've had to go hunt places, we we wouldn't stay in Illinois and deer hunt at all. We'd be gone hunting yeah. other places. You know, it's just can't That's you know crazy. can't make it happen. But you guys can definitely do that through through Jag and you know people that are listening to this podcast. It's cool to make friends with like Nate and Scott. We never met those guys. We talked to them for like two years, yeah. just through Snapchat and Instagram and stuff. And then we find, finally met them uh, two weekends ago and it was like we were best friends for five years, you know, we're hugging, yeah. cracking beers, telling gay jokes, all kinds, you know, <laughs> <laughs> we're living the life out there. Like we've been friends forever, you know, and yeah, it's, yeah. it's just cool that social media is, there's goods and bads, but I think the goods outweigh it. Cause like I said, we're zoom calling now. If you guys yeah. didn't have a brand, we didn't have a podcast. We never would have met, never would have talked. Right. So no, small it's a, things it's, equal big things in the end. Yeah, it's a it's a great it's a great platform to meet people. Uh, we've met some people. We've talked with some people. We've actually got uh, lucky enough to run a giveaway from with the Turkey Call Company. So uh, that was pretty sweet. And uh, we made two guys pretty happy. The one guy was pretty fired up when he got his call and he was messaging us and whatnot. So yeah, I really enjoy that part of it. So, nice. Yeah, I actually got a little jealous and went out and bought a call. All <laughs> that company because, like i seen it when we were doing a podcast and i was like i need one of those yeah it's, it's super nice stuff so yeah we were we were fortunate enough to be able to do that with them but uh yeah uh i i enjoyed doing what we're doing uh it's fun uh we have a blast we we rip on each other hard all the time <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I take the brunt of the jokes because I'm always late. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm well, always right. like one minute on time, right <laughs> on the nipple, man. <laughs> Homie is on time, but you got to add like a 20 minute buffer for him to get his shit out of his truck <laughs> on his body to go hunting. So, so if you're yeah. going to go hunt with Homie, 20 minute extra. <laughs> I could show up 20 minutes late and still be ready to go before. <laughs> <laughs> if, if we, if I get in a hurry, I start losing shit. Yeah, it happens yeah, every yeah. time. If, that release magically disappears. Oh, no, oh let's bro, not even don't get even into that. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, please do elaborate. That'd be great. <laughs> but I wasn't hunting, but I was just a camera guy, and um, we parked at public, walked into the stand, and I, I reached out of my pocket i think to get a battery and i realized my release wasn't there i was like man i swear my release was in there last night after i got done hunting i put it in there and because i can like it has a button and a zipper and i don't know if i took it out and put it on the side of my truck or if it just like fell out when i was changing pants and (laughs) so we were looking all the way back to the truck and for my release in CRP field, timber, creek, I mean, <laughs> bean field. So not a very high chance to find it. But we got back to the truck. It was laying right next to my door. I was like, all right, we got <laughs> I was like ready, to, I was story, ready to express one. The real one. story is it all day set, and we're in this tiny tree, and the wind's blowing like 40 mile an hour. So we're like this close to each other, you know, in this little tree. <laughs> And 87 times I heard, damn it, I lost that release, man. 
like, never gonna find that thing. Eight minutes later, oh man, maybe maybe it's at that creek we cross. I'm like, maybe it is, bro. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I'm trying to sit here and enjoy my hunt. <laughs> yeah. We didn't see anything though, so it wasn't a big deal. Absolutely, <laughs> no, yeah. But, you didn't need your release either, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We found the release, and I was like. All right, it's perfect hunt, man. We traded no deer sightings for the release. It's a good deal. <laughs> yep. Oh, shoot. All right, well, I, uh, I think I also dropped my camera over. out of the tree what? that day. Oh, yeah. Ooh. The third time or the... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. 18 feet in the air, lens on it, body, mic, the whole bit. <laughs> right down there. Ooh. Right down. Didn't... Our no, mic, our mic now been left in the woods for like 700 dollar mic setup been left in the woods for like a week dropped out of the tree it's got two zip ties on it everything we got people are like man this is all polished and nice this barely getting by like, I to start this podcast 32 seconds before it's time to start this <laughs> just barely getting by over here but that's it. Our style. We can't. We can't change it. It's just how we are. It's tough. Yeah. To, yeah. <laughs> That's why we're gonna keep winging it too, man. Yeah. Yeah. Just just whatever comes. It. Whatever if, happens. If it's meant happens. to happen, you make it happen. Oh, absolutely. All right. So you guys had kind of a rough year last year. Um, you're gonna go all public land this year. We went ninety percent public last year. Got our butts kicked. Um, did have some good encounters and stuff. Sound like you guys had some good encounters also, just couldn't seal the deal. <laughs> with You're going to run some more trail cameras, but is there anything else? You know, you guys are four or five years in to taking whitetail hunting really serious. I know there's a dude out there listening that's kind of probably in the same boat. Um, what's some of the things you think that you might change up or add in to this year? So last year, so in Ohio, there's like a bonus gun weekend after the week-long gun season. Yeah. And we went and scouted this new public piece that we had. Well, we turkey hunted last year, but we have never deer hunted it. And we walked like almost eight miles on that Saturday to find some sign and stuff. It was more or less a scouting mission for yeah. us. Um, and we found quite a bit of um, – scrapes so we set up some cameras on there let them soak and we just pulled those cameras the end of february i'd say mid part of february so we're still kind of gathering intel on that um and like times that the deer were moving and all that stuff so we have a little bit to go on we're going to put cameras out there again and see kind of because we miss like prime time scrape season really as far as late october november um so we got a couple nice nice deer on there. So we're kind of fired up about that one location, but we also found a couple more hunter sign there too. So we don't know how heavily pressured it is early season. So we're going to try to do some more scouting. Um, Lots of straw hats with smoke poles. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of Amish in the area. So, yeah. so we're going to try to look for some more areas for like plan B, plan C. Um, and then we're just going to, I don't know, just kind of, not play it safe, kind of more risk it the first year and see kind of what pans out yeah. as far as getting in there tight, finding bedding areas like everybody else talks about. Get in there tight and try, try to get something done, I guess. Yeah, pretty um, much. Um, yeah, but, we, we got, I don't know, we got four bucks in the 140-inch range, and that's kind of the standards that we're putting ourselves at right now. Uh, there's potential to shoot absolute monsters down there. Um but we're just in this one tiny section of like, what is it? It's 30, like 13,000 acres. Yeah, 13,000 like acres that. of uh, public down there. Steep hill country, you know, going to have to put in the work to get back where we need to go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, but yeah, that's, we're going to, we're going to hit it hard. That's for sure. We're going to make sure we got enough intel to go off of. And um, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it. We had a, we had a crap season last year <laughs> as yeah. far as deer killing went. One thing that we're going to try to do this year that might help you guys out of, if you, I don't know how many cams that you're going to be running, but we'll probably be around the 40 mark or so. We're um, not quite that high. <laughs> we, uh, we, we run them too early last year and we were almost burnt out on running cams before we really needed to run cams. Okay. So we're going to try to get them staged up maybe a month 
month and a half before season and trying to get out instead of getting out there and getting those first growth picks, we're not going to try to do that. We're going to wait. And then uh, we're also going to not try to target such a broad area. Mm-hmm. So yeah. if I was you guys, it sounds like you got like a huge giant piece instead of trying to like take it all at once. I just take like a 400 acre block, run some cams in that for a while be like, okay, nothing here. Then move, you know, and run some cams there. We try to cover like, a six, 700 acre piece. And it's just when yeah. it takes you an hour and a half to go pull one cam and then you got to come back and, you know, it's just not, it's just not valuable in my opinion, especially like you go all the way back there and you got two does and a fork and horn on it. And you're like, damn, <laughs> yeah. I just wasted three hours going to get this cam and coming back. Right. And you know, I, I got really no Intel I can use. So once you, you kind of seems like you kind of got a baseline of where those bucks might be. Mm-hmm. So I try to target those cams in that area. And then if it pans out to be good, then, you know, but your cams to tell you if they're there or not, but we just spaced ourselves out really thin. We had awesome ideas, but when we were waking up and spending full days out there running cams from like sun up to, you know, one, two, three in the afternoon. So and it, it gets it's hot. It's just not it's just not good <laughs> for what we got well, going we, on. We experienced that too. I can't tell them the full story. It would take two podcasts, but we uh we ended up being in some stuff that we it was so thick we split up like dumbasses, and uh, <laughs> we were like. If we, that was the only time I've ever had to contemplate, like, I'm going to have to sleep out here tonight in the woods <laughs> and figure out where I'm going to, like, camp out for the night because I'm not going to make it out here before dark. Yeah. yeah. And then homie had a night where it was raining and that same stuff, he was in there chasing a monster, it's raining and got turned around in the middle of the night and couldn't get out and everything just, looks the same like there's no yeah. there's no oh. giant oak tree that you can hang a right at and then go up 200 yards you're going to come to a bend in the creek hop it and then you pop out on the logging road no it's all yeah. just it's all just it all looks the same is the problem it's all and bushes yeah it's all bushes which yeah. i like a good bush every now and again but, <laughs> but you know, and there's no trails you know the deer are taking you know 12 different trails you know so they they're zigzagging through there so it's nothing clear cut and um yeah it wasn't a very a very good night that's for sure yeah no yeah and it, it's it's and then we were back in there trying to run cams and that shit and we got pictures of deer but just getting a picture of a deer doesn't mean that you, he's huntable you know he's got you got to get a picture of a deer in a huntable area Right. Yeah. That's that's where we were like, okay, we got to kind of pinpoint them down. So that might help you guys out trying to, we, we spent all last year on public pretty much. And it was, but you guys said there's a lot of hunters in there. Yeah. And Nick, we hunt a piece of public um, late season quite a bit. And I ran cams on it after both gun seasons, uh, hundreds of people in there during the rut and there's still bucks there. And I yeah. still got pictures in daylight, you know, so those deer know how to evade, evade those hunters. And there's going to be some spot that people just don't go for some reason. It might be far. It might be close. It might be, you know, a back door or something. There's an area out there where they're going to find a spot because you guys are in Ohio. There's, I mean, 140 class deer. There's quite a few of them out there. Just like oh, here, yeah. I mean, there's, there's a lot of solid bucks around. So if you can, it's just running into one in, in bow range. That's our problem. We can, if you want to see deer, I'm your guy. If you want to see giant deer, <laughs> I'll let you see one nineties running around, but they're not going to be a bow range. But if you get a gun, <laughs> if you get in, if you get a gun, boy, we're, we're in business. <laughs> we can kill some shit, but, but, uh, that's our problem. Just getting them, getting them in bow range. So. Yeah. Yeah. And so where we had those cams from last year, 90% of the bucks that we got on camera, well, all of them except for one that we know for sure made it through the gun season, yeah. but they've all been on at night. So we need to pinpoint from there where they're going or coming from food yeah. or bedding and before they hit the scrape or after they hit the scrape because some of them are like right after shooting light, but yet it's still after shooting light, so you can't do anything about it. So we have to 
do some more exploring in that area and find the hot zone, I guess. Yeah, pretty much. We just got to start tracking them back to where they where they like to be in the daylight, and that's all there is to it. But, yeah, we got to put, put our nose down because, like you said, we don't run the volume of cameras that you just mentioned at 40, but uh, we had we had nine out there, uh, four cell cams, so we got to see the pictures as they were coming in. So, mm-hmm. yeah, but um, even, even those nine cameras, like you said, we kind of – scattered them out pretty good and it was it was pretty rough uh <laughs> getting them all back basically yeah uh we yeah. like you said eight miles we had we were in eight different pull-offs you know going back in taking hour hour and a half to go back and get a camera and then all of a sudden it's i don't know five o'clock and it's getting dark and it's time to go home so uh, there's actually one still hanging there right now because we didn't want to go get it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we still got. We still got. Well, he's we pointing still at got, you. We still got cams out. Nick scooped up like six of my cams this year. He'd be like, "Hey, I'm out." That's walking. a good man right there. I'm out hiking. He he does weighted pack hikes all the time. He's like, "I'm out, you know, hiking." And where's your cam out? I'm like, "All right, there's this weird hedge tree." Like south of this creek, <laughs> he's got a flip phone. Can't send him any hands, <laughs> hands at shit or nothing. You know what I mean? He's like, "All right, what direction?" I'm like, "All right, west of the creek, 25 yards north. There's a tree <laughs> facing this way." And he's like, "Ah, always finds it though. Always finds it." I send homie to find that cam doing that shit. Dude would be at Walmart. Yeah, okay. <laughs> in the cam aisle. What do you need to get? <laughs> <laughs> He's oh, not man. far off. He's not far off at yeah. all. <laughs> Sometimes Cody's West is not like legit all. West. <laughs> <laughs> you get homie in the woods and there's anybody water close. He's just going to be like, yeah, I'm going to go right towards it. <laughs> oh. oh, wow. I love ripping on him. Oh yeah, oh, I yeah. Got, he'll get he'll get me on the next episode. Someone will say something about gun hunting, and he'll be like, "Oh, oh, he's oh a gun hunter." Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I know this guy. Yeah, I was oh. on the on the one we did with the five year bucks. I was like, I wanted to have like a hard line of like when we when you lost the lease. He'd be like, "All right, everything before that." We need to take some yeah. inches off of that because that's that yeah. needs to be measured in SQI, off, not not yeah. Booner. Everything was in the fence before this, so you got to deduct a lot of the stats here. But after after that, these are out of the fence, out of fence deer. Yeah. So I had a baller lease thanks to this guy. It's right out his back door, and we killed. I mean, the bucks you see here all came off of it. It was just phenomenal, and. Nick says that it's just not as good anymore, so we must have killed all of them <laughs> before we rolled out. So I guess we did something good. Yeah, I mean, I've I seen a lot, of, a lot bigger deer out there, but I mean, I did put a hurt on. That's for damn sure. But uh, you got anything over there, homie? I was just gonna go back to what they were talking about um, running the cams on them scrapes, and we we're talking about you know the late October time frame. Um, you had one close to daylight. What we've been doing is when you do get one that is close to, or, you know, just after shooting light, but it's still, he hasn't made the time yet. That's when we start looking for that cold front to come in. And then that's where we're going to go hunt that. Um, I like to have a little moisture in the air during that time frame too. Um, that'll be something that might kick him up a little bit earlier. Um, something I've keyed in and been successful on. And um, we actually had this kind of scenario pop up this past October, and we had had a mobile cam on a scrape. He was hitting it at like 2.30, but it was every night from 2.30 to 4, that deer was going to be on there. And then he started getting earlier as October was passing by, and about the second week he was getting there about between 8.30 and 10 at night, and early October you can hunt until like six six thirty yeah, and mm-hmm. um we were just getting ready to go in the next night and then we lost the lost the lease but it would have been cool to know if that deer showed up on that scrape and i mean he was there four or five nights in a row and then had a cold front i was gonna go in and hunt or we were gonna go in and hunt and i mean it, it could have been like textbook stuff but <laughs> yeah that's textbook if you got one consistently hitting it like even if it's dark and 
the rut's coming or you get a cold front, that deer might not be as far away from that scrape as you think. You know what I mean? Yeah. If, it, if it's 30, 40, 50 minutes after dark, it's probably pretty damn close to yeah. that scrape. So, you know, and, if you can play, if you can play thinking about where he might be coming and go, hell, I'm just going to go 100 yards from this scrape, try to catch him in between. A lot yeah. of people hunt over the scrape, and that, I think that's good. But if you can get in between where you think he is, because all you got to do is see him one time, and then you kind of get a little bit more pieces to the puzzle. Every time we see one of our target deer, it's like a light bulb. Like all the trail camera data starts coming together a little bit better. We see how he yeah. works land. Because you get a picture, but you don't get to see like the line. And then yeah. when you see the line that he takes that he's comfortable with, then you're like, okay, you put that in the bank. Like he's comfortable working this ridge, right? You know, if he's not chasing it over or something, he's by himself. That's how he's going to work that ridge most of the time. So. Yeah. So on that piece of public, we found all except one scrape on like the same elevation line. So we already know, you know, we have to either set up on there or depending on the wind and everything, maybe above it. But um, so we're not going to be sitting up on top of the, the, the ridges region. or down in the bottom. We already know, you know, Hey, we have to sit on this line and just, we have to find out where they're coming from still. That's yeah, our that's, big thing. That's just the big thing right now. And uh, like you said, like having that buck that consistently hits that scrape all the time, we actually got a series of pictures of the same buck hitting the same scrape four times in the same night. And it was Damn. just like, yeah. he, he's got to, he's got to be close. Like you said, but yeah. uh, you know, it was, what was it? I think the one time it was actually 15 minutes apart. Yeah. He came back and actually freshened it again. And that was towards the first part of January, which was kind of, crazy to me i haven't really experienced anything like that before so uh yeah it's gonna be uh i got high hopes for the season let's just put it that way <laughs> yeah nice yeah well, well we'll definitely be keeping up with you guys and hopefully you all kill a monster out there and uh, <laughs> that's the goal man <laughs> the one good the one good thing about it is what me and homie are finding out is hunting public is hard but once you kind of got an idea after a few years you can have those encounters with the deer. You might not kill them, but once you figure out where they're at, and as long as a bunch of people don't come in there and mess it up, it's just like private how the deer are going to be doing the same thing. So you can put that in the back burner like, okay, it's November. I'm going to try to push over here. But if some someone comes in there and messes it up, you got to change it up. But once the year's consistently on a piece, I, I think that is one of the least talked about tactics or most useful things is people travel and they hunt this lease or, or hunt this place now we're going to travel go over here and try this piece now we're going to go down to shawnee yeah. and try this piece consistently on a year year after year like the buck i killed this year we've seen a giant do something we moved the stands the next morning i killed my deer doing the exact same thing that that deer was doing yeah so it's just learning you know, learning that property. And it sounds like you guys got a good grasp on it walking through there. So I'll be excited to see what you guys do this year. Yeah, we're excited about it too. We're going to kind of focus on that one area where we found all those scrapes and stuff and kind of, like you said, just target one area of the big piece. So that's kind of where we're going to put the most of our eggs out of the basket, I'd say. Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> going to have to yeah, let the trail cameras do the work. <laughs> Yeah, you put many eggs in there, you figure out if it's a shit basket or a solid basket. We did that this year. We ran some cams. We're like, this is a spot. We had like eight in there. Dog shit. Absolute shit. So take them all out. We actually wasted two nights of going in there to try to hunt, and there's just absolutely no spot. You just get in there, and you just kind of feel it like, hell yeah, I'm going to set up here, you know? And you feel pumped mm -hmm. about it. Man, it, we, one night we just literally walked around, and the other night I was like, there's only one tree here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, down in there, the yeah. wind's doing nine different directions. And it's literally like right You're next like, to a wall of thorns. Like I'm like, ain't no deer gonna come out of there. I, I mean, it was yeah. bad. Yeah. It was bad. It was a wall, legit wall. Yeah, <laughs> they come out of there somehow, though. I don't know. I, I think they <laughs> pop out on the top and then circle back around. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, let the listeners know where they can find you. Your Instagram, YouTube, your podcasts, all that good jazz. Go for it. Uh, Jag Outdoors Co. on Instagram, Facebook, and on YouTube, it is Jag Outdoor Co. as well. Yeah. 
Yes. So uh, all three of you are the guys same. are on. Uh, you guys are on Spotify. That's where I listen to you guys. Are you guys on iTunes now or just Spotify? Right. I've just figured out how to put it on Spotify, so we're just going to kind of run on that for a little while. Right. So. Yeah. Apple products yeah. are pain in the ass. So baby steps, man. Yeah. yeah. Baby yeah. Steps. <laughs> we're, we're, we're I remember when Homie was reading off the guidelines to get us uh, on Apple. We were like, "What is this even mean?" The, right. The, now? the clip art, bro. You need a certain megapixel size clip art. I'm like, yeah. oh, come on, man. And then the resize your image. Right it's now, like but... resizemyimage.com. Looks like a sketchy ass website, but it works. <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is here. Send it. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I'm getting a virus. <laughs> if you need something and you put .com behind it, there, there's something there for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So for when we launched our first podcast we already like said it's going to launch on tuesday whatever date and it was like tuesday morning and i'm still trying to figure out how to actually <laughs> take the feed put it on the website and launch it and i i hit launch and it said like it needed to verify something so i texted these guys i'm like i think i did the thing right i don't know you guys tell me in like an hour if it's aired or not i can't tell yeah. is so, it but, up there or is it not up there exactly <laughs> up but there? i think so, so we got Spotify down now, and that we're just yeah. gonna roll just with gonna that. Roll I think that for a while. Yeah, yeah, good plan. So we we got right. a lot of things to figure out. I got to figure out how to run a DSLR properly, and I've been watching a bunch of YouTube videos, and you know, probably should have started with like a, I don't know, a Tacticam would have been probably yeah. a good idea. But <laughs> jump head first into it and just wing it, man. <laughs> yeah. If you uh, if you need some help, we're not specialists, but I can I can dummy it down to what I needed to know when I started. Yeah. And like, there's only like four things you need to know, yeah. and then you can get decent decent stuff. But when you watch all those videos, they're like, yeah, we're gonna take the e log, put it into s log. You're like, okay, <laughs> I know I know that you know. But back then, I'm like, I don't need any of this stuff. But yeah, send me a message on Instagram, and I'll be like, four things. You get that down, you'll be solid. So cool. That sounds like a good that sounds like a good plan. We're gonna definitely take you up on that. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, we appreciate you coming on. Yeah, it's yep. been a blast, man. Thank, Thank you, you guys. We appreciate it. All right, guys. I really enjoyed talking to these boys. Um, from Jag, a couple of solid dudes. They went they put in some work to meet up with us. They thought it was a big deal coming on our show. We were like, Man, if you knew how product <laughs> this operation is, you would think it's a big deal. But uh like I said, it was a great time talking to them and just a couple guys out there just trying to start start something, have fun, make some memories and kill deer like everybody else out there. But all right, guys. Well, we hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, the next couple episodes, the next episode is hilarious. I, I can't can't wait for listeners to hear that. And the one after that, the content's just epic. I can't wait to have him on again. So a couple really solid episodes coming after this one, guys. So uh, remember, try to always do the right thing. Leave a legacy and wipe the legacies out.